Ladies and gentlemen, we are proudly brought to you by Seymour Skinner's Steamed Hams. For this is a Fred the Alien Productions podcast. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Appealing to someone in particular, are we? <laughs> Aurora Borealis. Um, <laughs> cue the music. appealing to someone in particular <laughs> i just like quoting the simpsons because it's fun to do and stuff aha uh-huh. and i that's one of my favorites the whole steamed hams bit okay in one of the episodes simpsons fans know what i'm talking about wayne knows what you're talking <laughs> wayne about wayne definitely does <laughs> wayne definitely does hello everyone i'm i'm a kendall richardson i'm a and you are experiencing a podcast called fred not the monthly that's, no, that's gone and don't tossed. get confused. <laughs> don't check your dial because this is definitely a podcast called Fred. Yes. There was an episode of the monthly the other day that was also just fully around me. Yep. And now we're here again. We, we love just, this. We it's love fun. it. It's great. We have a good time. You guys seem to enjoy it. You're yep. listening. You know, we appreciate that exactly. very much. So, yes, Fulia, <laughs> you've had a busy week. I have had a busy week. Please yes. talk, talk us through it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. So... <laughs> Let's start from the beginning, shall we? <laughs> it's a very good place to start. Uh, Incarbiter Game and Stream, Monday. Sick. Collectible Chaos release, Tuesday. Yeah. The monthly recording on Tuesday as well, and yep. then released on Wednesday. Yep. And then I had a producer's workshop to go to on the Thursday night um, with Philip and Kirsten. Ooh. And, <laughs> and then Friday, I went to two different expos in the same day. Man, that's a lot. Oh, man, it was such a big, long day. And then straight after that, I went to a Fred meeting. Holy shit. <laughs> what two ep- expos tell the masses? We, not we, me. I went. <laughs> I went to the Cake, Bake and Sweet Expo. Oh, my word. To begin with. Yeah. Oh my goodness, all of the cake, all of the sweets. All of the cake and the sweets. All of the chocolate. Oh, yum. So yeah. good. Got to got to meet um, Anna Polovu, who cool. is a very talented, extremely talented patissier who works um, at the Shangri-La in Sydney. Yes. So if, you, if you've been there, you've visited Shangri-La, you will have seen... Her work in the restaurants, her desserts look amazing. They look like pieces of art. She's even made installations that are massive. Wow. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. It's cool. That's she she cool. talked about um, having she they did a um, a gingerbread train installation. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. In the Shangri La. Wow. Yeah. Massive thing. That's, apparently, apparently, cool. apparently, it's a good like three meters long. Wow. Yeah. 
That's, and you can go in it. That's a lot of... What? <laughs> you can go in this gingerbread train. Inside the gingerbread train? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't. That's so no, much, that's so much gingerbread. <laughs> that's so fucking cool. Yeah. I got to watch her do a demonstration. Yeah. Got to take a selfie with her. Yeah, you did. So good. <laughs> she's got bright pink hair. Oh, she does. It's very cool. Yes. That's kind of a trademark now. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, I also got to see Kirsten Tibbles, the chocolate queen, mm-hmm. and she did a demonstration <laughs> as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, just full on day of just all about cakes and baking and just <sighs> sweets all around. Just the sugar overload. Yep. Central. Yep. Amazing. <laughs> I also got to try out um, Miguel Maestres little Ooh. restaurant he had set up, El Toro Loco. Yep. And I got to have a corn on the cob um, that had, it was like a loaded corn. Yeah, right. And it was so delicious. Ooh. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's amazing. Yes. That's yes. amazing. Um, and so once I was done with majority of my day in that particular expo, <laughs> I went across Next door to the tattoo expo. <laughs> Two different things. Because the exhibition centre in Melbourne is so huge, you can have like a couple. They had running. three. They had three different things yeah, running. I don't know what the third time. one was specifically, but it's crazy. One of them. Two of them was the Cake Baker's Sweets Expo, and then the Australian Tattoo Expo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I went across there to see if I can find you know a few different artists for a potential future. Tattoo that I would like to get done later on. Very good. So Very, very, yep. very good. But I didn't spend much time in there because, you know, everybody else that was in there was getting tattoos done. Yeah, so I, it's yeah. not like you can't... Yeah, it's not like you're just going around and watching people getting tattoos. It's like... Yeah. You just, you want to you wanna talk to the artists, but you can't talk to all of them and then... Yeah, yeah because they're kind of busy. You, you know? kind of just... And you, so you're just kind of walking past you. You're looking at their examples of their work. And yeah, everything. exactly. And then you keep walking or mm. whatever. I guess. A lot of them had examples of their work, like in a sort of like a portfolio type of thing, um, like a physical one. But mm. a lot of them didn't. They just had their business cards sort of spread out on the table while they were working away. So I literally had to um, do my own little Instagram search to have a look at some photos of their work okay. um, to find out what kind of style they, they, um, they use. Yeah, yeah, right. And yeah, found a few different people. Um, unfortunately, some of them were <laughs> interstate. <laughs> so um, I'll have to work out whether I wait for the next tattoo expo or just go with someone that's local. Uh, but yeah, that was that was my Friday. It was a, that was a pretty busy long day. Um, Saturday, which uh, what did I do Saturday? Saturday, I. Oh, that's right. I I helped out a band film a music video. <laughs> nice. Yes. Very Del nice. Santo have a new song coming out and they wanted to film a music video for that song. Uh, I could tell you now the song is really cool. Uh, very sort of boppy and um, yeah. Pop rock. Pop rock. Pop rock. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Really good. Very it's, nice. Yeah. Really cool. Melbourne Boys. Woo, Melbourne. Yeah. So shout out to Del Santo. And Definitely. What well, and then today 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 is Sunday. And <laughs> no, it Co- shouldn't be. It should correct. be Monday. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Recording Sunday. Um yes. Alright, so I had my hockey game and we won ten three. Ten three. 
three. Yeah. That is an annihilation. Yeah. Well done. Congratulations. <laughs> it was good. It was a little messy for me. Okay. When I was playing yes. a few times because uh-huh. there were times where I had the puck and then I'd lose it and it was like around my feet. So it's like trying to find it around my feet, but then the other player would pick it up and go, <laughs> go away. I'm like, I'm like no. <laughs> Come back here. Come back. <laughs> Give me the puck back. <laughs> oh, um, damn it. But it was still a good game. I good. really enjoyed it. It was okay. fun. That's good. Yeah, that that's... Literally, that's my week. How's your week been? Except for the fact that I took Foley to see A Star Is Born. And oh, she, well, that's the other she thing. She omitted yes. that from her weekly catch. Apologies. That's all right. That's okay. <laughs> it's fine. I understand you didn't like the movie. It's no, fine. no, no, no. <laughs> it's just been such a busy week. It has been. You have had a really busy week. That's no, okay. Um, yeah. Your thoughts on the movie? A uh, Star Is Born. It was actually very... Um, <laughs> It was really good. I really enjoyed it. I, Fantastic. The, the, the ending was very depressing. It's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> um, for those of you who haven't seen it, go see it. Trust me, it's really good. It's great. Um, but yeah, get get your tissues ready. <laughs> yep. Break out. Yeah, the, I just I wasn't I wasn't expecting that ending honestly. No, yeah. Um, so yeah. yeah, definitely heartbreaking. Yes. Uh, but good movie. Well done, Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. What a voice. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. He can yeah. sing. Yeah. Literally, Fulia turned to me while we were watching it, and you were like, I think you asked me, like, is that Bradley Cooper singing? And I was like, yeah, he can actually sing. Yeah. 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 That's amazing. It's so, he sounds so good. Yeah. It's yeah. Very the, and his low, brooding voice in this particular yeah. movie just, wow. This big draw, like, he just talks like this the whole time. Like, oh my God, I don't even know. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 A mumble. It's he mumbles, mumbles like that. It's yeah, yeah. That was really bad, but you know, you yeah. Get, yeah, get the idea. Pretty much of how he sounds. Yep, it's very impressive. Awesome. I'm glad you like the movie. Thank you. Yeah. So how's your week been? How's my week been? <laughs> well, I saw a Star Is Born again, um, <laughs> and it was great. Um, let's see. Gosh, 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 gosh. I'm trying to think my week. <laughs> You don't have it in front of you like I do. No. <laughs> no. Uh, God, what have I been doing? I've watched a lot of TV in the last week. Oh, yeah. Like binged a couple. I've binged two shows. I watched the most recent season of House of Cards, finally. I w- finished that. Yep. Finally. That show is now over. So this was... Uh, because you remember the whole controversy of controversy about Kevin Spacey. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Leaving the show because of all the bad yeah. things that and happened. Yeah, they, they, well, they talk about bringing it back at some stage, but then they decide not to altogether. No, well, yeah, no, they um, they were there were talks of ending the show, but then uh, Robin Wright, the actress who plays Claire Underwood, mm-hmm. um, was like, no, we need to finish the story. Yeah. Um, and she kind of advocated for the, all these people and to keep their jobs so they could make this final yeah, season. Yeah. So they did final season. It was eight episodes. It was really good. It wasn't as good as the other seasons. Just and that's not to say it's a bad season because I, you know, it was really interesting. There were parts that made more sense than others. There was yeah. a lot of confusion. There were a bunch of new characters introduced that were really, really good. All the I think the the best thing about House of Cards is always for me at least has always been the performances from the actors. That's good. The acting has always been ten out of ten from every single cast member yep. on this show yep. and this season was no exception so I was impressed with the performances and it was a really interesting en- ending to the whole show because I've been watching it like over the years since it started and yeah for it to end the way it did and I was just like whoa okay all right. <laughs> it was very abrupt yes 
Very abrupt ending. But it, yeah, I'm glad I watched it. It was and Robin Wright kicked ass. Nice. She, she can do anything. She's such a queen. Um so I I binged that and then I binged uh season two of American Crime Story. Okay. I had Friday off work and I had no plans. And I literally sat on the I finished House of Cards that morning and then I <laughs> got on the couch have and then had lunch. And I didn't leave the couch until unless I had to go to the bathroom or make dinner. I sat down and I watched all nine episodes of that show back to back. <laughs> and I did the whole thing. Wow. In one day. I'm so mentally drained because <laughs> basically season two is about um, uh, the murder of, oh, it's the assassination of Gianni Versace. Okay. So this is the Versace creator yeah, of wow. the house of Versace, the fashion label, the whole yeah, thing. Yeah. So he was, yeah, he was killed very tragically and very randomly almost um, like 20 years ago. Wow. Just over 20 years ago um, on the steps of his home in Miami. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, and turned out, he, I didn't know this, he was actually the last of five men that were all killed by this one guy. On He just went fucking nuts, essentially. He was this sociopathic just uh, really just messed up person who just yeah he turned on these men that he loved and killed them and then just uh, he was very yeah it's a really good show though I was blown away like holy shit um yeah (laughs) yeah like um yeah uh if anyone watches Glee or watched Glee I should say considering it's not on anymore Darren Chris. He was in Glee, right? So he plays the serial killer in this. Mm. Uh, okay. Yeah. And he did such a good job and I could not even with his performance. He was just completely unhinged and charming as a lot of sociop- sociopaths can be. They, they have a mm. way with words yep. and they know how to, you know, say the right thing to get you on their side. And, yep. and then, you know, just the lack of remorse or care for consequence of his any of his actions well, I was just blown away. And then I looked it up. He won an Emmy for his performance. So I was like, okay, yeah, wow. you, you deserve that. <laughs> so, yeah, it was fucking brilliant. Yeah. Nice. I'm so happy. It was a really good way to spend my day off. But, yes, definitely mentally draining because it was about murder and serial killers. Ooh, and I yeah. I cried a couple of times. Like, a couple of, they, the way a couple of these characters, they really, like, you know, they introduce you to these characters that are going to die and they make you care for these people. There were real people that yeah. have actually died, and it's just, it's so heartbreaking. Man. It was so heartbreaking, so I was very emotional on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> but it was good. Fucking fantastic television. Um, yeah, so I did that, and then, God, what else have I done? Yeah, uh, I mean, we did the monthly, mm-hmm. and that was a lot of fun as well, finishing Collectible Chaos. Um, and then I've just been working, really, just, you know... Last week in November, now it's December, and it is. You know, work's gonna get crazy. As I've been, as I was saying last week on last week's episode, how crazy work was last week. Yeah. Because of Black Friday, but thankfully this week wasn't as bad, so it was nice to kind of catch up on the day-to-day goings-on. Yep. Of my job instead of worrying about, you know, heaps of other stuff. Mm. So yeah. welcome to the month of Christmas. Pretty much. <laughs> Christmas is here. I feel like there's something I'm forgetting. I always say that. I'm like, I, I should really just, I should keep a journal and just be like, <laughs> and bring it out every every week we do this podcast. And, and just, then just check. Just check everything Have off. Have you seen any other movies? No. No. 
No, no, I haven't watched any other movies not this week. It was just okay. Star, just a Star Is Born mm-hmm. that I went and saw. But I, there's a bunch coming up that I really want to see. Yes, in the next month. I mean, Aquaman comes out soon. So Ooh, yeah. and the review, early reviews for that are in, and they're looking good. Hey, they, they're giving it good, good, good reviews. So I'm yes, very happy to hear that. Awesome. Speaking of nerdy things, let's go into the nerdy news, shall we? This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom, the hostess with most s, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. All right. Woo. Okay. So we're going to start with some sad news, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, this was very sudden and um, out of the blue, um, but... Sad to report that um, the creator of one SpongeBob SquarePants, um, Stephen Hillenberg, passed away earlier this week um, at the tender age of just 57. Oh, sad face. Very, very sad face. Um, the man, we, we're going to honour him because, you know, we are of the age where SpongeBob was a huge part of our growing yeah, up. I, I feel like. I mean, I remember just watching spongebob on repeat like uh, it was nickelodeon played it to death like uh, heaps and heaps and heaps here in australia and and in in the states i imagine it would have been huge as well Mm. obviously but um yeah i just and just the amount of joy that show brought like it was such a good show and it's still going yeah they haven't they haven't finished it like it's probably i think i think the we we may have talked about this on the podcast before but i think it has Achieved the record for the like Nickelodeon's longest running kids show. Wow, I'm pretty sure it's their longest running show because it started in 1999 and it is still it's it been still nearly going. nearly 20 years and it's still my going. Goodness. So it's fantastic wow. and incredible. <laughs> and my favorite episode of SpongeBob still to this day is the well because you know how the show it's split up into two two or three stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not just the one story the whole way through. Um, is the one where he rips his pants. Do you know what I'm talking about? Literally, that episode is, it's, I mean, it's, you know, it's the boy who cried wolf scenario, but, um, but it's so funny. And just the, the, the whole setup of the, like, cause there's literally that, cause he's driving everyone nuts. The final straw, he, when he, he pretends to drown and then he, he's like, he's like, what do you need? Like, no, he's like, I need... I need, I need, and the guy, and the guy at the lifeguard's just like, "What do you need?" And then and the SpongeBob's just like, "A tailor," <laughs> because I ripped my pants. Like, it's so funny. I just, I, I oh, that's amazing. Makes me cry laughing. I love it. So, Steven Hillenberg, may you rest in peace. Yes. Thank you so much for bringing such joy to so many kids all around the world for the yep. last 20 years. And beyond, like he also worked on Rocco's Modern Life and oh my goodness, wow. um, and Rugrats as well. Wow, before he okay. before he helmed SpongeBob. Yeah, so, yeah, that's amazing. Very cool. Do you have any SpongeBob memories or? Not really. I no. haven't really watched SpongeBob that much okay. when I was growing up. Um, I do remember the you know him because he works at the Krabby Patty, doesn't he, SpongeBob? He does. Well, yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. He does. Yeah, yeah, with Mr. Krabs. Yeah. yeah, I just, I just like, I just like his banter between Squidward and him. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's an. Oh, I can't remember it now. There is a really good Squidward episode, and I've, 
completely forgotten it, but there's, yeah, Squidward is just, it's just such a good character. You can, I mean, obviously the show is created by adults, but this is, this is the creators of this show, or maybe Steven himself inserting a version of a the representation of adulthood <laughs> into this kid's show. Yep. Because Squidward is just so jaded and just so done with the world and he hates everything and yeah. hates everyone and he can't stand SpongeBob's bubbly personality and, yep. and Patrick's dim-wittedness. Like, <laughs> it's it's so clever. Yeah. yeah. And, and, yeah, you're right. The banter between them is Those just... It's, just it's always yeah. the funniest part of the yeah. show, right? Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> Okay. All right. Thank you very much, Stephen, for yes. all your work. We really do appreciate we will miss it. You. We will definitely miss you. Definitely. Okay. Speaking of things we're going to miss, um, segueing really inappropriately into some Marvel news, <laughs> because oh no, um, they cancelled Daredevil, and I can't. I cannot. I cannot there, handle there. it. I know. I'm sorry. I'm being <laughs> melodramatic now. No. Uh, yes. Netflix announced this week uh, that Daredevil is no more. Um, the show will not be returning for a fourth season. Wow. Yeah. Even after the stellar success and reviews of season three, to which I still haven't watched. So I guess I shouldn't complain too much. Um, I am planning on watching it. I just, you know, just, just yep, you know, yep. you have to be in the mood. <laughs> these things yes they definitely yeah but um yeah sad to say it, the show has ended um by all accounts people i've spoken to that have watched it saying if that is this is the last season now it's a good end to the show so i'm like okay well that's something but the only question now is how much time do jessica jones and the punisher have left yeah before they get cancelled because much. if they're cancelling daredevil then the, the other shows are definitely going because Daredevil was the like the flagship show for these the cornerstone of this Netflix Marvel universe. Yeah. It was the first show on mm. Netflix for Marvel. So, yeah. it's And it's the, actually the reason I have Netflix is because of Daredevil. So it is kind of... I just remember that. It's kind of sad <laughs> to see that see this show go. But yeah. um, uh, no, it doesn't look like it's going to be picked up on Disney Plus either because, you know, of course, the reason Netflix is cancelling all of these shows is because of Disney Plus dropping in 2019. Yep. Um, with all of, you know, them taking all of their... Disney's stealing all of their stuff back from yep. Netflix and letting contracts expire and all that jazz. We've talked about it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. We'll see how long it takes until Jessica Jones and the Punisher go as yeah. well. But yeah, we'll, we'll let you know when that happens. Very sad. <laughs> um, okay, more Marvel news. This is a little bit more positive. Um, so earlier this week, the Russos were at a uh, Q&A, the directors of Avengers Infinity War and Avengers 4, soon to be released. Um, we're at a Q&A in, I think, Los Angeles, uh, where they hosted a screening of Infinity War. And then they responded to people's questions afterwards. The big thing that came out of this Q&A was uh, them talking about how Chris Evans, when he was wrapped on Avengers 4 and he tweeted saying goodbye to Cap and, you know, thanking everyone for, you know, incredible journey of, you know, seven seven years, you know, in this role and all these movies um, and being emotional. And the Russos were like, well, we can understand why he'd be emotional, but... Um, you know, it's this isn't the end of Cap. They're basically just teasing us by saying, like, you know, you, you know, it's you not the end. You'll, you'll, well, yeah, they basically just, you'll know when it happens. 
that it's not go- you, when you see whatever is coming mm. that it's not going to be he's he's not going to be not playing Cap. So okay. my theory is is that he's going to be probably doing cameos. Probably. Because he did that cameo in Spider-Man Homecoming, which was awesome. Yeah. Um, when he's at the end credits talking about patience. Yeah. <laughs> it's very funny. Um, and earlier on in the movie, or well, throughout that whole film, as you know, the kind of those motivational mm. <laughs> high school videos were very funny. Um, that's my theory. Okay. So, but I know we'll see. Apparently we'll find, we'll know when it happens. So it's something to look forward to. Um, more Marvel news. This is good. Um, there are talks of a sequel to the um, not as of yet released Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse film, um, but the sequel is going to be featuring an all-female cast hmm. uh, made up of all-female Marvel characters in the Spider-Verse. Now, I had a list online here of what kind of characters they could use because obviously Gwen Stacy is in... Spider-Gwen is in the new movie that's about to come out. So, obviously, she'll be coming back. Um, There'll probably be other characters. Possibly could be Spider-Girl, Spider-Woman, Madam Web, Silk, and even Black Cat could be featured. So, there's a big list. No no confirmation yet as to who or what. um, But, you know, obviously, this film will go ahead if, you know, the first one is a success, Mm. which is looking like it will be because... um, it looks really, really good, and I, I doubt it's going to flop. Like, it looks genuinely fun and yep. very true to Spider-Man and Marvel Comics, and yeah, yeah, I think it'll be good. Cool. So, that's exciting. Get excited for that. Um, okay, then we've got some other movie news. We've got some casting news uh, in terms of the live-action Pinocchio movie um, that's in the works, because, of course... Disney are turning all of their animated properties into live action, um, as we all know. (laughs) And this is really interesting. Tom Hanks might be up for the role of Geppetto in the live action Pinocchio. Which I think is a really good pick. Really, really, really good pick. I think he would do a fantastic job. Um, Because Tom Hanks is just wonderful in every single film yes he's ever been in so th- i think he will definitely bring some wonderful charm and talent to uh this live action project so yeah that gives me hope hopefully it's uh, definitely yeah i think it'll be good if he's a part of it for sure um this is bittersweet um sylvester stallone announced this week that um he has officially retired the character of rocky balboa um he will not be reprising him in any future um, films. Mm-hmm. Um, he, yeah, I think he put up a video on Instagram or okay. a post on Instagram talking about it, um, about how you know he's you know I mean he played he's played Rocky uh, numerous times as we all know. Like there were six six Rocky films and then now we have two Creed films. Yep. Um, he was in Creed two, um, which is out at cinemas now. I have not seen it. I still haven't seen Creed one. But um, it's getting good reviews and all of that, which is nice. But I think he's kind of ready to, you know, pass the torch to Michael B. Jordan and his Adonis Creed character that he's now carrying through this new era of, I guess, Rocky movies. Yep. Um, Except now, you know, Creed's son is the lead character, which is really cool. Um, So, yeah, that's, you know, I'm sure a lot of Rocky fans around the world are a bit sad. But at the same time... 
you know, he's in his early 70s. <laughs> oh, yeah. So he, when he looks great for his age and he's well fit for his age. But, yeah, I guess he, there's only so many times you can play this character in a certain way. And yep. So he's probably just leaving it now on good terms. Yeah. Yeah, before it gets stale or anything like that. So mm. there we go. Okay. Um, there's a bunch of animation news we've got to finish up the news this week. Um, starting with some more Netflix news in regards to they are releasing an animated event series adapting classic Roald Dahl stories, which is super exciting. Yes. Um, I was a huge Roald Dahl fan when I was a kid, like obsessed, read most of his stuff, anything I could in the school library I could get my hands on. Fulia. Sorry. (laughs) It's okay. My computer made a noise. Oh, your computer. That's okay. (laughs) Your computer's allowed to make noises, as long as they're good ones. Um, So, yes, I'm just trying to bring up a list of all the the, uh, books that they're going to be adapting. Um, We're going to be seeing animated versions of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Matilda, the BFG, the Twits, Charlie and the Great Glass Elevator, which is the sequel to Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, George's Marvelous Medicine, Boy, Tales of Childhood, Going Solo, The Enormous Crocodile, The Giraffe and the Pelly and Me, Henry Sugar, Billy and the Minpins, The Magic Finger, SEO Trot, Dirty Beasts, and Rhyme Stew. So that's a big list, and that's going to be pretty awesome. Yeah. Did you read any Roald Dahl books? Uh, I did. Yes. I just can't remember which ones. They didn't? I, I, the main ones, really, I did. Yeah. Um, well, my favorite was the witches, and they have omitted yeah, the witches from that too, list. The witches, which makes me disappointed. But you know, I guess they could always add it in. Yeah, probably. Yeah, hopefully. Mm. Um, was that your Was that your favorite, or do you have another favorite? Uh, well, I liked the witches. Um, I think I also liked uh, Matilda. Yeah, the witches and Matilda were my two. Yeah. Yeah. I think they were the only two that I actually remember reading. I don't think I remember reading any of the others. I remember doing, yeah, Charlie and Chocolate Factory and the Twits and the BFG. I remember doing them and maybe Rhyme Stew, but, um, yeah, all the others are, I did not really. Yeah, I think the rest are sort of foreign to me because I'm not Yeah, yeah. I did all the big ones. Yeah. All the main ones I was a big fan of. Um, <laughs> so that's exciting. Yeah. Um, that'll probably be sometime next year. We don't have an actual release date for any of this, but keep an eye out. I'm sure Netflix, once they start, you know, advertising it, it'll be everywhere. So, yes. Yes. Stay tuned for that. Um, more Netflix animated news. They are developing a live action version um, of Cowboy Bebop, uh, which is an anime series. Mm-hmm. Um, you're a big anime fan, Fulia. And yet I haven't seen Cowboy Bebop. You haven't seen Cowboy Bebop. No. Okay, see, I know nothing about it. I haven't seen Cowboy Bebop. Um, There's also a live-action version of Death Note that I haven't seen, and I haven't actually seen the animated version either. Yeah. Um, I would like to watch the... I think we talked about Death Note before, but... um, On the show, but I would like to watch the animated version of Death Note because the premise is really cool. Yeah, Um, yeah, it sounds really interesting. But the... Excuse me. The uh, live-action adaptation apparently was not very good, um, by all accounts. So this has got me a bit hesitant as to whether or not... Even though I haven't seen anything ever to do with Cowboy Bebop, I'm sure a lot of anime fans out there are 
quaking in their boots a bit. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a 10-episode run. Okay. Um, oh, so it's not a film. It's a... It's a series. It's a series. It's a series. Um, originally, the original series was released in Japan in 1998. It's the jazz-inspired, genre-bending story of Spike Spiegel, Jet Black, Faye Valentine, and Radical Ed, a ragtag crew of bounty hunters on the run from their past as they hunt down the solar system's most dangerous criminals. They'll even save the world for the right price. Okay, interesting. See, that, sound, that sounds like something I could watch. Yeah, that does. And this is promising. Uh, Christopher Yost, who wrote the Thor The Dark World and Thor Ragnarok screenplays, um, he's going to be writing the first episode and serve as an executive producer on the show. Ooh, interesting. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there you go. So that's that's probably going to be coming next year sometime as well. Mm. Get on the Netflix. Um, and lastly in the news, uh, Adult Swim are developing an anime version so we're going reverse now <laughs> an anime version of blade runner hey. um which is really 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 interesting um I, f- I feel like that's a really good call to switch it to an animated like sorry an anime style yeah because fully i don't know if you've seen blade runner have you no it looks like a live action anime okay like the way the aestheticness of it like just the the it's like a fusion of asian and and western yeah culture and it's set in the future okay like it's very it just has a very anime kind of feel um so yeah so it's going to be produced by yeah adult swim uh who are currently most famous for doing shows like robot chicken yeah, yeah. and um rick and morty yep um so it's going to be called Blade Runner Black Lotus, and it's going to be 13 half-hour episodes. Um, the story will take place in 2032 mm-hmm. and will include some established characters from the Blade Runner universe. Interesting. So, yeah. If you're a fan of the two Blade Runner films, you might want to check this out. Full show. Cool. Um, curious to see if... Harrison Ford has any involvement with this. (laughs) That would be pretty sweet if he did. Um, Okay, so that's the nerdy news. Um, I'd usually say, do we want to touch on anything? But we've really touched on everything as we've gone along. So, Unless is there something you want to come back to or you're all good? Uh, I'm kind of excited of the fact that there might be more more Chris Evans to see. Yeah. More Captain America. Yeah, totally. That's going to be pretty... Pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, as for the rest, well, I haven't actually. Re- I've only ever watched the first few episodes of um, of Daredevil, so I for me it's just like you said. You really need to be in the mood to actually watch yeah. that particular series. Yeah, you do that and the others because it's very they're very they're very dark and intense. Yeah, you know, in a lot of ways, and so you kind of really just have to be, and because of how. Because, like, you can really jump in and out of shows, like, other superhero shows, like The Flash and Arrow and Legends of Tomorrow. Like, yep. those ones, because they're very, very formulaic and they're very, um, like, not in a bad way. Sometimes in a bad way, but mostly in a very good way. And very, you know, they're very fun and they they have darkness to them, but they're generally very light. Yeah. So, you don't have to, like, completely just, you know, focus in on the screen at all times. You can kind of just relax and just let it hit you yeah whereas a show like daredevil really kind of provokes thoughts and yeah exactly and 
yeah and question yeah and so stuff. for me yeah. because i've tr- i've seen the f- i've seen the first episode the pilot episode of um jessica jones um but i never really got back into it um it's a shame because jessica jones season one is awesome yeah then I tried watching Daredevil, but like you said, very intense. Mm. So it's very mm. hard for me to just sit there and watch, like binge. Well, I can't binge watch those type of shows. It's, yeah. it's too, it's too, too much, much yeah, 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 for me. So fair enough. Um, but yeah, live action Cowboy Bebop. Well, I haven't actually seen this the anime series itself. Um, but now that I know what it's, you know, now that I know what it's about. I might actually chuck that on my list along with all the other anime shows that I forgot to get through. <laughs> and Death Note being one of them. Yeah. Um, so. Well, that premise for yeah. Cowboy Bebop sounded pretty cool. Yeah. It's almost it almost kind of like Star Wars-y type of. Yeah, it reminded me of Firefly a little. Firefly, it's yeah. It's like a band of misfits, you know, in space. Pretty much. Like, yeah, so like it sounds, sounds interesting. Mm. I might get on it, so. Yeah, nice. Yeah, we'll see. Sick. Let us know. Yeah. Give us a review yeah. at some point. <laughs> Excellent. Um, that's the news then? That's it. That's the news. Okay, so that means it's time to roll on up to the park filled with trailers. Trailer park. <laughs> trailer park. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Yeehaw. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right. Three, count them, three trailers. Three trailers. Three trailers. Which one are we doing first? Um, Let's go in the order we watch them. <laughs> the way that we watch so them. So we're going to go reverse order. Yeah. Okay. Fabulous. <laughs> Fabulous. Reverse order to the script. I like you thinking. All right. Which means we're starting with a horror film. Which, to be honest, wasn't that scary. It wasn't really that scary. No, no, no. <laughs> okay, so this is Happy Death Day to You. The very quick sequel, I didn't even know they were working on, um, to Happy Death Day, which came out early last year. Yeah. Um, so I, I, this trailer, I'm really curious and really intrigued and I want to watch the first one now, although the just a heads up, if you haven't seen the trailer for this and you want to watch the first one, don't watch this trailer because it spoils the ending. <laughs> they do some exposition in the trailer, which I get why, but at the same time, they literally just gave away the ending of their own movie. And I hadn't even gotten around to watching it yet, which I suppose is on me. It's on me. That's fine. It's my cross to bear. But <laughs> I was going to watch it at some point. And now the ending's been ruined. But at the same time... This premise for this sequel is really cool, really interesting, and it looks like it's going to be more of a comedy than a horror film, maybe, with, you know, some probably some good scares in there, but none of them were in the trailer, and I just really liked the tra- the way that they cut it together, like, there were certain, because I remember when we talked about the first trailer in Trailer Park on the show last year, and, and they used, you know, they used 50 Cent you know in the club yeah uh in the first trailer they used it in this trailer as well and there's certain shots that were the same um from the first trailer okay like when she's walking through the the courtyard at the yeah. at the college yeah that's like the same the same from yeah the first one. yeah so i just it, repeating a lot of like, beats and stuff and i i thought that was really cool um so yeah, I don't know. I'm I and I really like this the the, the comedy of like sh- you know she's on the plane in her in her bikini and then she just you know leaps off because 
Yeah, I won't she, give it away. Yeah. She, she just sacrificed for herself. This is the thing. This is, I'm not going to explain. You have yeah. to watch the trailer if you if you want to see it. But um, yeah. Fulia, what did you think as the non-horror fan <laughs> of Fred the Alien? Um, look, to be honest, I did actually um, have a few giggles watching this trailer. Yeah. With with some of the stuff that's some going of the, on. The humor was pretty yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't exactly that scary, nor was it actually that intense. No. So for me, I was, I was happy to watch the trailer. I was fine. Um, I have actually seen the trailer to the first one as well, so mm, mm. no, no. So I know what it's. So I knew what it was sort of about, and then coming into watching this particular trailer, I sort of gathered that it was going to be a similar sort of situation. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's probably not something I'd be going out to see straight away. Yeah. Well, um, it's probably not exactly something I would see at all. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, the, for those who don't know, I just realized I should explain the the premise of the first film is that she's. It's like Groundhog Day, but as a horror film. So she's waking up every day, and she's get it's on her birthday, and she's getting murdered by this person in a creepy baby mask. Yeah. Every single day, um, and so she's trying to figure out who's who's trying to kill her to stop the loop or whatever. Um, and she survive. She, fig- she apparently figures it out in the first one, and which is what's spoiled in this trailer. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, she realizes, okay, maybe it wasn't that person. I'm assuming that's well, my guess. Well, it started again. Yeah, the loop started either, the loop either started that again. or it's someone else now. Or there's someone else now yeah. causing it. So, yeah. So that's the premise of the film, but yeah. I yeah. Know. So it's a, it's a modern-ish, not really modern. I don't know if that's the right word. It's a, di- it's a, it's a different kind of approach to the yeah. um, serial killer slasher, slasher film, really. Um it's a different twist on a slasher yeah. movie. I feel so. like this particular movie in the first one might have been a lot less... It was probably a lot more tamer in terms of horror films compared to others. Yeah. Yeah, I'll let you know when I watch it. <laughs> <laughs> it does look... Yeah, it doesn't look hugely scary. And I've said before, like, slasher films aren't my favourite horror type of horror. Yeah. Um, that, you know, I don't generally find them overly scary some of them do i mean because the jump scares are usually pretty good in slasher films but mm. you know i always go to the you know the supernatural horror that's the stuff that i like yeah but, yeah but yeah so yeah maybe it won't be that scary but i don't know you let me know i will let you know <laughs> and then maybe we can watch it together okay <laughs> during the day yes with all the lights <laughs> on, on. <laughs> and the sun shining through the window just to be safe yes um Okay, so Happy Death Day to You does not have an Australian release date, but it is coming out on Valentine's Day. Oh, of all days. Of all days. <laughs> Next year in the US and the UK. Okay. So uh-huh. if you're living in those brilliant places, feel free to go check it out. Date night for the win. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be a good movie for oh, date yeah. night. Oh, yeah. Totally. <laughs> I'd love it. <laughs> somebody, of course you would. Somebody please, in advance, I'm putting the feelers out. Take me out on Valentine's <laughs> Day to see this movie. <laughs> no, and cool. all of a sudden you get some creepy guy wearing the same mask coming to get you for, yeah. you know, he'll be your secret Valentine. That'd be like, that. you know, there was a screening of, of It somewhere in the world. Where yeah, someone, the one that Wayne was explaining. Yeah, Wayne talked about it. <laughs> They were actually, someone was dressed as Pennywise and went to the screening. So funny. Um, okay, next trailer. Fox Lux. Fox Lux. So Trailer number two. Trailer number two. So trailer number one only came out like about a month or so ago. Um, we talked about that then. Yep. And now we have trailer two. And wow. Completely different to the first one. Which 
raises issues for me. Yeah. Because mostly, I mean, it's it's good because both of the both the trailers I really liked. Yes. They both, you know, got my attention and have my interests peaked for sure. And I'm in it. I love Natalie Portman. I'll watch anything she does. And Jude Law too. As individual trailers. But as in as individual trailers. But going into this movie now, knowing that we've had two trailers that are both advertising completely different movies, literally. They are both, they have both been structured to, like the first one was more going like for, okay, quirky, um, you know, kind of left of center pop star movie. Um, and eccentricness happening. And Natalie Portman is front and center for that first trailer. For the entire thing, really. It's all about her and her character, Celeste, and the figure she is. Yeah. Um, and I surmise that there might be some, uh, you know, political undertones of like the gun violence, yeah, gun yeah. control kind of issues, which looks like maybe be right. But then this trailer, maybe that's what this is. This new trailer is. Is that a daughter? It really? See, I think I don't see. I don't. I don't know. That's the thing. There's a younger girl in this trailer, and it centers around her. So, because basically this trailer is really trying to set up, whereas the first one tried to show you how much of a presence Celeste, Natalie Portman's pop star character, yeah. is. This one is trying to set her up in a sympathetic light. Like, really? And, like, relatable and just all of this, just trying to give you all these emotions in yeah. regards to her. Um, so my theory is is that, because it looks like the start of the trailer, because, you know, because she's saying we're going to go back to where it all began. Yeah. And then it cuts to, it looks like, well, it is young Celeste because the, the man introduces her. Yeah. As Celeste. Okay. Um, and she starts to sing this song and then it's... It, there's a cam. We see a camera on her, so maybe this is the song that got her famous. She was singing at some kind of public memorial for a friend that she knew. Okay, I when had, she was a I, kid. I did not. Did you real, miss that? I, no, I did not realize that it was actually her. Yeah. In her younger form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Okay. It is, but now it's it makes sense. But it's confusing. I can see why you got confused because when they, the, because uh, once that's established, the trailer cuts back and forth between young Celeste and old Celeste. But then there's also Celeste's teenage daughter who might be played by the same actress as the actress that plays the young Celeste. So, or at least they're very similar looking. So it's, yeah. I can see why you got confused okay. because they, for a second, I was wondering what was happening. Um, but that, that being said, it was still a really cool trailer. The song that was in the trailer was written by Sia. Yes. Uh, and sung by Natalie Portman. It's, it's um, definitely very Sia-esque. Very Sia-esque. She has a, she has a very signature style. Yeah. We all, we all know. We love it. Um, so it was a very good song, but I'm just, I'm just worried. The fact that we got these two trailers, what the hell movie are we going to walk yeah. into? Yeah. It, I feel like it's going to be so atonal and just off balanced now. Like I was in that first trailer had me in. I was like, yep. Give me weird. Give me quirky. Give me eccentric. Give me, yeah. you know, egotistical, but, but sympathetic rock star. I want that shit. And now it's like. 
I don't know how to feel. Like, it was still a good trailer, but yeah. now I'm just like, I don't know what fucking movie this is anymore. Yeah, pretty much. Well, yeah, you feeling the same? I'm then? sort of, like, a little confused as to why they decided to go in a different sort of Completely direction with the second trailer. Completely different direction. That's so weird. Like, they're giving like us why, a different tone. Like, why was this not mentioned mm. in the first one? Like, why didn't you at least, like, hint at it? Like, it, well, I mean, it was to a degree. It was, it was it was extremely subtle. subtle. It was very yeah. subtle. They weren't... They're, like you said, they were focusing on, on Celeste, on Natalie Portman's character. Yeah. The, she was front and center. And the undertones were there, but they were barely there. Yeah. And now it's, those undertones have become the forefront and we don't know what the fuck's happening. Pretty much. So I'm, a, I'm slightly confused with the second one. Mm. Still a great... It looked great awesome. trailer. So if, you, if that was the first trailer... Yeah, I'd still be in. I'd definitely be in. And then if the first one was the second trailer... Would that have made a bit more sense? Mm. Or would it still be the same sort of thing? I don't know. I feel like a lot of people... See, this is the thing. I feel like maybe this trailer has been made in response to the reaction from how outlandish the first one was. So they've turned it down a lot. I reckon they have. I reckon they're trying to get the general public on side. Yeah. By cutting this trailer that's very much more your... Typical, you know, film trailer. Yeah. You know, it, it pulls you in with the emotion, you know, and it wants you to be invested emotionally. Yeah. So you feel connected to the story and what you're w- watching, you yeah. know. You want to be able to relate and stuff and, like, everyone's lost one. So here's a funeral. Here's a memorial. Here's something very emotional and powerful, like. So I feel like because, yeah, the first trailer was just so... It was very outrageous and big. Maybe people... Like, as I, I list, there was a podcast I listened to called Comedy Film Nerds, uh, two American comedians. I've mentioned it on the show a few times, but they, they do a similar thing to what we do. They watch trailers and review them as well. Okay. As reviewing just general mo- yep. movies. Um, and they talked about it and they were very much put off. Oh, wow. It wasn't really their, their taste, I think. Okay. Was the first trailer. So yep. that's why I'm kind of thinking, well, maybe... They just, this is just a response mm. to the reaction in the first trailer. But uh, yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I really want it to be good though, because I love Natalie Portman so much. And she was in Melbourne last week. She was? Yep. She rocked up. At, Actually, she was. She rocked up randomly. I, heard, I saw the news about that. At the, she was wearing a Melbourne Guernsey, Melbourne Football Club Guernsey. <laughs> yeah, it was on the news. Because if, yeah, because if um, one of her dear friends is a, apparently a, a huge Melbourne supporter. And she was on holiday here in Australia, and and uh, yeah, and they went to the AFL women's tra- ah. training session at the Melbourne Football Club. Cool, it's really fucking cool. <laughs> God. And then as soon as I saw that, and I was at work, I was like, "Come to Camberwell. <laughs> come, 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 find me, Natalie." Yeah. <laughs> She's one of my free passes. Um, yeah. <laughs> I adore her so much. Anyway. Um, so Vox Lux, after that big dissection we just yeah. did, that was, that was good. Um, it doesn't have an Australian release date as of yet, um, but it's coming out in the States this week on the 7th of December. Um, so yeah. that's when it's going wide for them because it's been playing the festivals yep. over there and overseas. Um, and in the UK, there's not an exact date narrowed down they've just said it's 2019 for them so probably early next year yeah so we'll probably get it early next year as well january february yes. maybe i hope so because i really want to see what this movie's about yeah me too 
I'm very curious. Yes. I'm very curious. If you can't tell. <laughs> um, okay, Fulia, what's the last trailer we're going to talk about? Our last trailer is a Disney film. Disney. Very original, I think. Yes. Based on a book. Based on a book series, even. Books, yeah. Book series. Artemis Fowl. Oh, yes. Yes, I'm glad that they finally decided to make these in the movies. Because, as I was telling Fulia before we recorded, um, I remember seeing the Artemis Fowl books on the shelves when I was at school. Okay. Like, they were, they seemed to be pretty popular. Yep. Um, so, it's, uh, yeah, book series spanned eight books from 2001 to 2012. Yes. And the author's name was Owen Colfer. Um, it's an Irish name, so because it's spelled E-O-I-N. Yes. And we had to look up how to pronounce <laughs> it, because we didn't want to get it wrong. No. So, Owen Colfer. Yes. Uh, is the author's name. And this movie is directed... By the one and only Kenneth Branagh. Yes. Director of Thor and Cinderella and Murder on the Orient Express. Ooh. As well. He was Poirot. <laughs> yes. Poirot. With a big moustache. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I love it. Um, I love Ken. He's amazing. Yes, He's so he tal- is. He's so amazing. talented. This trailer looks awesome. It does. Very it, cool. It's a teaser trailer. It's a te- very much a teaser. Doesn't tell you the plot or anything. No. All you see is this child in a suit. Yeah, he's like a spy, kinda, kinda, secret agent. Kind of like a men in black sort of situation mm. almost. Only it's like kids in black. <laughs> Here come the kids in black. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's got his own, uh, I don't know, bodyguard or partner or... Something. Yeah. Something. That was the... I don't know if that his was the narrator. eyes. Do you see his eyes? The kid's eyes. No. Whose eyes? The guy's eyes. The man's eyes. No, I've forgotten it already. Oh, it's just like silver. Ooh. Like bright silver. You, it's like very, very obvious. How am I, just... how am I forgetting this? <laughs> Usually Is that I'm... the silver or white? Okay. Wow. It just, just stands out. Striking. Yeah. Excellent. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> um, awesome. Yeah. yeah. And it looks very uh, outer spacey. Very sci-fi, very yeah. fan- sci-fi fantasy. Definitely. Um, it looks, from what I can tell, it's based in the future. Mm. Um, and it's post-apocalyptic and we're all living underground. Yeah. In some big in underground giant city. Caves. Giant caves under the earth. And um, yeah, the effects look really, really cool. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed that kind of stunning transformation that old woman when she transformed into that like yeah this floating this like dove like yeah woman like a spirit type thing yeah just looked really nice yeah very angelic and very just yeah it was beautiful it was really cool i love that yeah yeah no idea what the hell that means no but it was fascinating yes and really nice to look at this movie has definitely intrigued my interest yeah me too yeah it's definitely what's definitely up our alley Mm, for sure definitely um yeah so i guess i like i said to you before if if um this is a success we will be seeing a whole seven more films yeah yeah so So yeah that goes so hopefully (laughs) another harry potter sort of situation another 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 big franchise in the the (laughs) making um yeah very cool very cool i don't know if we can say much more because yeah it's very much a teaser yeah yeah. there wasn't really much to really see no no just a first little look yeah 
at Artemis Fowl. Yeah. Um, which is weird because the first the release date for Australia at the moment, as it stands, is the twenty eighth of November next year. <laughs> Which is literally 12 months away. Because it's only just past that date now. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that's right because every other release date for all the other countries online was a lot sooner. It was more like uh, August or July or something. Oh, okay. So I feel... Or, or September. It was a bit earlier so for, for like the States and, okay. and for the UK. So I was a bit... Yeah, taken aback by that. So I'd, I'm going to take that, that date as a grain... Of, like with a grain of salt. Uh, yeah. I don't think that will be the final day. No. For Australia anyway. But who knows? You know, Wreck-It Ralph 2 hasn't come out here yet, but it's out everywhere else around the world for some reason. No. So, I know. It makes me I want to see it. Makes me sad. <laughs> I still haven't watched the first one. Anyway. Uh, I know. I know. I know. We'll... I'll get there. Yeah. I'll get there. Um, that was Trailer Park. Then... Yeah, I was going to thank the trailers for coming out. I don't know why. Yeah. I'm losing it now. Thank you, production companies, thank for you. these trailers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's been a long weekend. Yeah. Um, okay, so without further ado, because there was just a lot of ado. Yes. A lot of it. It's time for Batcon Culture. Woo! Popcorn culture. Culture. Popcorn cultures. Popcorn yeah. culture time. <laughs> Let's get into it. Yeah, yes, because we have a big, big, big popcorn culture section. Holy moly. My goodness. So I have to thank Fulia for this one because she was the one who suggested the question. And you guys have not disappointed us at all. <laughs> we have so many responses. This is fantastic. Fantastic. Oh my god. Um, but first, all these quotes. I know. But before we get to how awesome all of your answers are, we're going <laughs> to we're going to talk about our responses. So, yeah. Fulia, um, the question was, of course, what's one movie quote that you could live by? Yeah. Uh, what is your answer? All right. So, when I when I read this question, my gut reactions went straight to all the animations that I've watched. Uh, all the animated films. Mm-hmm. So my quotes are all from animated films. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Mine's actually from an animated film too. So, oh, good. <laughs> which is hilarious. <laughs> uh, but continue. Okay. So my first one is from Kung Fu Panda. Yeah. The first one. I absolutely love it. Yes. Yep. And it's by a character called Master Ugwe. Okay. So the turtle. Oh, yep. Yep. I yep. remember the turtle. Cool. Yeah. The turtle was cool. Yeah. He was very, very... Very funny. Oh, he was funny, but he was also very just zen. Yeah. <laughs> He's very zen. Very zen. Very zen. Just one particular quote that just comes straight to mind is when Master, Sh- Master Shifu had, gets bad news, runs straight to Master Ugwe and tells him, Master Ugwe, I've got very bad news. And Master Ugwe turns around and is like, there is only news. There is no good or bad. <laughs> and then Master Ugwe, uh, Master Shifu turns around and says, Tai Lung has escaped. And then Ugwe turns around and says, like, oh, that is bad news. <laughs> and you could live your life by that quote. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what kind of news there is, there's always going to be some bad news. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> 
just prepare for the worst. Okay, so the one that I actually went with though, <laughs> is very uh, – I'm not quite sure how to place this, but I feel like this quote is not necessarily, you know, the actual script writer's idea. I think it was a, a quote or a, a, a saying that's been said a lot, like, back in the day. Right. Um, and he says, Yesterday was history – Tomorrow is a mystery, but today is a gift. That is why it is called the present. Oh, I've heard that before. Yeah, yeah. That's really nice. It's a really, it's a really good quote. I like. That I could a lot. definitely sort of live by yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I like double meanings. Yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> Very awesome. Yes. So that's that was that's the first one, mm-hmm. and I really like that one. Very good. Uh, the second one is from one of my favorite Disney films, Lilo and Stitch. Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> yes. And um, it's it's something that Lilo shouts to her sister when she's upset. Oh, this is the one we talked about on the monthly this week. Yes. Like, this is the only part of Lilo and Stitch I actually know. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, she turns around to her sister because her sister's like, we got to get rid of Stitch. Stitch is not a dog. He's destroying He's our... An alien. He's destroying our relationship. This is not right. And Lilo just turns around and is like, what about Ohana? And literally continues on with, Ohana means family. Family means nobody gets left behind or forgotten. Yeah. That's a really good quote. That's important. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I do like that one. Yeah. It is a good, it is really powerful and and meaningful. Yes. For sure. Everyone should... Hopefully, if you you know you're lucky enough to to have your family in your life on good terms, because you know, as most people know, you can't choose your family. Yeah. But if you know you're lucky enough to be in good with your family, you want to make sure that stays good. Yeah. And that's a really good you know quote to to remember. Yeah. In terms of family. Yeah. The last one is just for laughs because I absolutely love it because I say it to myself sometimes. Oh, cool. When I go shopping, That's... especially. Ah, okay. <laughs> what is it? And it's from The Emperor's New Groove. Cusco says it. Cusco, right. At the beginning of the movie. Okay, cool. What because it's his birthday. Yeah, that's right. Because he starts the movie off all high and mighty and like and the lavishness. And, and the, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's pretty much big. Yeah, I remember that. And is explaining to Pacha mm-hmm. that he is going to be building his new holiday house or castle. Yeah. On the tippy of the tippy top of the hill that Pacha lives in currently. Yeah, right. It's, it's literally telling him that he needs to move out because yeah. he's going to be building, he's building his building his house. He's building his holiday yeah, house there. Yeah, that's and right. he said and he says it's my birthday gift to me. I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> that is my favorite quote from that film. Apart from you know, oh, apart from the fact that he's a llama, he's like llama face. <laughs> <laughs> But, but that's a quote you live by in terms of like when I know, go and buy things for my own birthday. When you treat yourself. When I treat myself for my birthday, you say I turn around. I'm like, it's my birthday gift to me, <laughs> and I have said it. I really have. <laughs> <laughs> so you can say I kind of live. A, I kind of live an animated life, almost. Yes, you do. <laughs> Yes, that's fantastic. I love that. Yes. That's adorable. Yes. Oh, good. They're, they're my quotes. Positive. Oh, very good quotes. Yes. I like it. You. That's good. We. I don't know if we should have started. We should Because mine's, mine's, mine's a sad one. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> because, 
I'm like, maybe we, maybe I should have gone first because oh, well. I'm going to bring the room down <laughs> for a second. But then everybody else will bring it back up. Yes, that's is true. It's okay. Yes. Um, it's not really too sad, but I don't, I try not to paint it as sad as it is for me in terms of relation to my life. Anyway, um, so basically my, my gut reaction, uh, the quote that I could live by and I think I kind of do live by anyway um, is a line Rafiki says in The Lion King. Ooh. You know, he says to, to Simba, he says, Oh yes, the past can hurt. But you can either run from it or learn from it. Yes, hundred yeah. percent. Very, agree. very powerful, powerful quote from that. Definitely. Film. Um, and yeah, yeah. And I was actually having a big discussion with um, my best friend's boyfriend last night about this. We were just kind of inventing and having a DNM, if you will. Um, about <laughs> lots of stuff. Yeah. And I, you know, was talking about you know some of the crap I went through early or in my early twenties, I had yeah. a pretty rough time. Um, um, and part of me is like, you know, I should regret these decisions I made, but then at the same time, they've really made me who I am. Yeah. And I've, you know, I, I mean, I'm thankful for it because I, yeah, I would be, you know, I don't know, completely different in a lot of ways. Yeah. If I hadn't gone through and had this pain, mm-hmm this you know it's badness happen um so you know and yeah you want to run from it but yeah. yeah if you learn from it then you know you can become a better person yeah that's it and i think i have so that's why i feel like this quote just you know is definitely something i i can live by or already do live by because yes. it's um yeah it's because really it's true yeah, yeah it's a it's it's true like you need to because you know if you don't learn from your past uh, you know, in terms of, you know, mistakes you may have made or things that have happened to you, your experiences, yeah. then, you know, you're not going to grow and change as a person and you're not going to, you're going to keep making the same mistakes or you're going to keep putting yourself in those situations. And yeah. It's not healthy and it's not good for you and it's not good for anyone else. So, you know, yeah, learn, yeah. learn from it and, and grow from it. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. So sorry to bring everything down, but, <laughs> but that's my quote. Hey, I got something to say. What? Coming. What? 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 I said the sun a Scotch banana. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say it. It was right there. <laughs> oh, You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. That's there amazing. There we go. We got the made it the made it more happy. The mood. The mood got brought up. I love that. Literally, Rafiki is the best because he just one minute he's just like so wise and eloquent and the next he's just like Asante Sana squash banana yeah. wimbo <laughs> yeah love it great character yep okay so that's my answer yes which means that's our answers yeah which means now we need to get into your answers to you all the wonderful people who have responded oh yes <laughs> yeah trolls or not because there's a few trolls in here very amusing. Yeah. Um, but there's some, there's a, a lot of genuine answers. Yes. That we, we, and we appreciate all of them anyway. Yes. So it's, this is going to be fun. Right. Okay. Starting with Instagram and as usual, the Bethany Griffith. Yes. Hello, Bethany. Hello, Bethany. Um, she's given us four quotes. Um, two she posted on Instagram and two she posted on Facebook. Um, but they're all here from her now. So the first one is now to me, you are dead. 
from Karate Kid 2. <laughs> uh, flip your goddamn hair. Oh, yes. I know that quote. From Charlie's Angels. Yes. It that's Lucy from, Liu's quote. Yeah, yeah. It's a good one. Flip your goddamn Damn hair. hair. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've seen that movie. It's a good one. Yeah. Um, and then this was the one that kind of triggered me. She's like, I got to be brave. I got to be brave. Chucky in Rugrats in Paris. Oh, yes. That's so cute. I got emotional. I was like, oh, Aww. Chucky. <laughs> I got to be brave. Yeah, that's really sweet. Um, yeah. And the last one was Find the Light from Dinotopia. Dinotopia. You know Dinotopia? Probably. I just probably haven't seen so it was a, a there was a Yeah, it was a book series, and then I think there was a TV series, and, a, and there was definitely a film. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I growing up, one of my obsessions was dinosaurs yeah um and yeah dinotopia was so awesome yeah um and their way of life in like you know the, hu- the humans living with the, with the dinosaurs yep. was just fantastic mm-hmm. and you know the 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 peak of morality and just harmony and yeah you know, everyone working together and so fine and then i can't remember what where exactly where fine light comes from because it's been many years since i've taken in any dinotopia yeah yes but it's you know i think it's nice cool it sounds cool thank you bethany (laughs) thank you thank you thank Thank you bethany and speaking of bethany's we've got another bethany we have another bethany (laughs) i'm just trying to bring up the post now yes yes so we got a a visual we have we have a couple of visual ones yes i can find it quick because it was on my status that i shared She's, so she said she has two because she couldn't decide. Um, the first one. The first Folia. one is all we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to us from Gandalf. Yes. In Lord of the Rings. In Lord of the Rings. Yes. It's a really good one. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really, really good one. And then the, the other and one the was. The second one is. is another great one. Uh, happiness can be found even in the darkest of times. If one only remembers to turn on the light. I do like yeah, that one. I was going to say, everyone knows that quote. Yes. Yes. Dumbledore. Elvis Dumbledore. Yes. From Prisoner of Azkaban, um, specifically. Yeah. Very, yes. Very awesome quotes, yes, Bethany. Yes, they are. Um, very good ways to live. Um, I really love... I, I mean, I... The, the Gandalf one makes me sad because then it just reminds me of, you know we don't really have much time in the scheme of things. Mm. Um, so that makes me sad. But at the same time, it's like, you know, well, you got to do something with your time. Yeah, exactly. Otherwise you're just going to literally just going to waste it. Yeah. Um, you know, make your life what you want to make it, make of it really. Um, and yeah, the, ha- I like the, the, you know, happiness one because he's, you know, he's, I mean, of course he's, he's talking about the Dementors, but yeah, he's just in general, it's like a nice, you know, r- reminder for the students of Hogwarts to just, you know, come, you know, yeah, you can, you can be happy. Like you, there's nothing wrong. Everything's okay. Blah, blah, blah. Like, Pretty much. Keep your head up kind of thing. Like it's, yeah, it's really nice. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Is that one of your favorite Harry Potter quotes? Um, probably. Yeah. Look, I have there's to, a lot I, of good I, ones. There's a lot of, there's a lot of quotes. I need to go through and rewatch it. Yeah. <laughs> so I can actually pick out my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. There's a lot of good quotes from Harry Potter. Yeah, pretty much. Thanks, Bethany. Thank you, Bethany. Okay. Next, we have one of the co-hosts, Philip Hunting. Hello, Philip. Hey, Phil. From one hunting to another. 
Um, he says, we came, we saw, we kicked its ass. That's from Ghostbusters. Yes. Uh, I love that one. <laughs> um, and then he explains, its esoteric message speaks to the frivolity of man's struggle to defeat himself and his triumph in defeating his demons. Very well surmised, Yes. Phil. <laughs> <laughs> I really, really like that. Because, you know, of course... We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. He's talking, you know, they're talking about busting ghosts, of course. Yeah, yeah. Like they, you know, they caught, I think that was, that was when they caught their first ghost in the first one. I think so, yeah. Um, yeah, it was. Um, I remember. Um, yeah. And, um, yeah, so it's like, you know, human, humanity, you know, because ghosts are, you know, supposed to be, you know, remnants of human spirit and yeah. whatever lives, lives that have been, you know, gone. Yeah. So it's, yeah. The fact that they're, you know, kicking, kicking butt and like, you know, what was, what did he say? Yes. Men struggle to defeat himself, you yeah. know, because like you're, it's humanity defeating humanity and yeah. You know, yeah. And triumph and defeating his demons as well, because, you know, it's also like, yeah, you know, these ghosts aren't friendly ghosts. No, exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. I, Really well, well done, Phil. I really like that quite, yeah. quite a bit. Very, very nice. Um, thank you so much. Next one comes from Wayne Stellini. Wayne Stellini. And he's given us a big list. An essay of a quote. Which is fantastic. Actually, it's not one quote. It's multiple quotes. It's multiple quotes. From the same from film. From the same film, uh, which is fantastic. Why pick one movie quote when Scarface is filled with an assortment of life lessons and quotes to live by. Mm, why indeed. Some examples from Tony Montana, Al Pacino. Mm. Who put this thing together? Me, that's who. Who do I trust? Me. Don't be afraid to take credit for the hard work you do. Okay, mm, yeah. Do we want to go one by one? Oh, yeah, I can read the next one if you want. Yeah. Um, you don't have the guts to be what you're not... You don't want... <laughs> yeah, I'll go next. I can't talk now. <laughs> you don't have the guts to be what you want to be. You need people like me. You need people like me so you can point your fucking fingers and say, that's the bad guy. So, what that make you? Good? You're not good. You just know how to hide, how to lie. Me? I don't have that problem. Me? I always tell the truth. Even when I lie. So say goodnight to the bad guy. Ah, I like that quote a lot. Um, Wayne then says, uh, calling out hypocrisy and moving on. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. That's so fucking cool. Yeah. Nice. I I feel like I need to do that with people that I know sometimes. As in family Uh, that I know, I should say. More specifically. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I hate hypocrites. Yeah, me too. They're the worst. <laughs> Although sometimes I can be a little bit of a hypocrite Well, I mean, myself. everyone can be a hypocrite, I guess, but it's more the fact that I hate hypocrites who are, like, not willing to admit they are hypocrites. Yeah. Really. They're yep. the worst ones. Yep. They are. Fuck them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of. Speaking of. Yeah, yeah. The next quote from Tony Montana. Uh, you fuck with me, you fucking with the best. And Wayne <laughs> says... Put the haters in their place. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's true. That's good. Nice. Um, and then the next quote is, every day above ground is a good day. Uh, meaning express gratitude. Yes. So that's cool. Like, be, you know, the fact that you're here. You're still and alive. You're still alive. You're breathing. You're well. You're here. You're, you know, you're not 
Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're not dead, essentially. You get to enjoy another day. Like, exactly. It's, it's you know, kind of harkens back to the uh, Gandalf quote. Yeah. A little bit there. So, yeah. No, that's a good one. I like that one. Yep. Uh, next one is, all I have in this world is my balls and my word, and I don't break them for no one. Mm. And Wayne explains, be your own number one priority if no one else is making you theirs. Mm. I feel this is very true. Yeah, yes. totally, totally. Yeah, like fuck everyone else. Just, you know. You are, you, num- you are number one. Only you can really look out for you at the end of the day. Yeah. You know, other people can only do so much. And if no one's, you know, if you feel like no one's going out of their way for you or no one's, you know, showing any kind of appreciation, you need to fucking step up and, you know, pick yourself up and... Make your own happiness. Make your own... Exactly. Yeah. And there's the Dumbledore quote reference. <laughs> Everything's full circle. That's it. It's fantastic. <laughs> um, Wayne has a little bit more to say. Uh, and when you need a reminder to be humble, we turn to our Vera Hancock, Michelle Michelle Pfeiffer's Pfeiffer's character, character, for for self-reflection. Can't you see what we're becoming? The film's a classic for a reason. Yeah, clearly. Clearly is a classic. (laughs) Not that I'd go out of my way to watch it, because I'm not a big fan of Scarface, to be honest. Uh, I need to to actually sit down and watch it it properly. Yeah, Yeah. those those two movies are... You know, touted as some of the best films of all time. Oh, I can imagine they are. I they just because they're not the type of genre that I'd watch, to be honest. No, well, I mean, so. I've yeah, I mean, I don't usually go for those either. But then again, I never thought I'd watch Breaking Bad, and I turned out to be fucking awesome. Yeah. So who knows? Yeah. Um, thank you, Wayne. That was thank you, Wayne. That was really awesome. Yes. Really, really awesome. Really went above and beyond. Um, okay, so next we have. Ash Hall. Ashley! Ash! Ah. <laughs> <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah. Um, so he gave us a buttload of comments as well, a buttload of quotes from f- different films. Mm-hmm. Um, starting with, it doesn't matter if you win by an inch or a mile, winning's winning. Spoken by Dominic Toretto in The Fast and the Furious. Um, and he also said, taught me to win. I'm not sure if that's... I think it's in, I think him expla- it's, explaining what it, yeah 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 okay that makes sense is. yeah so so that quote you know taught him to win um so that makes sense that's a good that's a good one it's a good point too it's like you know doesn't it's like play you in hockey yeah it doesn't matter if you win by one goal or in your or, case today seven yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's still winning yeah um so you know good confidence mm. um do you want to read the next one sure. Uh, the next one is some people can't believe in themselves until someone else believes in them first said by Sean Maguire in Goodwill Hunting. That's Robin Williams character. Yep. Um, and Ash explains taught me to believe in everyone until given a reason not to. Yeah. 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 Totally. Yeah. Totally. Totally. I like, I like that quote quite a bit. Mm. Um, <coughs> the next one he says, uh, oh, it's from one of my favorite movies ever. Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. Uh, spoken by Ferris Bueller in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Uh, that's pretty much a different version of the, the Gandalf quote from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. But it's really, really cool. It's similar. It's very similar. Um, and very, you know, spoken by a, a true cool dude mm. as well, which is awesome. Um, 
Yeah, from a classic movie as well. Love it, love it. Yeah. Um, he says it taught him to slow down and take things in properly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah appreciate what you have right now. Exactly. Yeah, totally, mm. totally, totally. Um, next one. Uh, the next one is nobody is going to hit as hard as life, but it ain't about how hard you can hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward, said mm. by Rocky Balboa in Rocky Balboa. Mm, that's cool. That's a really good quote. Mm. Um Cause yeah, yeah, it's oh, cause and then he oh, sorry, and you, you it, need to finish. Yeah, it taught it taught Ash that yes. life hits hard, but you gotta keep going. Yeah, we're getting real now. We're getting real now. Yes, we are. <laughs> like I did before. Um, yeah, yeah. It's like you know, you've got to push through and overcome, you know, your own struggles and yeah, you know, you know, take everything as you can and just yeah. Make sure you don't, you know, let yourself be knocked down by all negativity. Negativity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And whatever the negativity is, yeah, yeah. you've got to, you got to keep going. You got to keep moving forward. Um, and then he, oh my god, <laughs> this is great. Calling someone fat doesn't make you any skinnier. Calling someone stupid doesn't make you any smarter. And ruining Regina George's life certainly didn't make me any happier. All you can do in life is try to solve the problem in front of you. Spoken by Katie Heron in Mean Girls. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, Mean Girls is such a good movie. <laughs> it's one of my favorites as well. Um, and he says that taught him to uh, not not to make other people feel bad about themselves just because I do. Not saying I do feel bad about myself, just saying that it isn't okay to do that to people. Correct. And it's, it's not. No. Yeah, never, ever project your your bullshit onto someone else that's not the way to be so yeah. that's that's re- it's a really really p- good piece of advice yeah definitely um definitely a good way to live and then there's one more and he says on wednesdays we wear pink said by karen smith in me girls and it taught him that we wear pink on wednesdays <laughs> yes yes it did that's amazing. I freaking love that. I don't wear pink on Wednesdays. <laughs> I don't really wear pink, period, to be honest. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but it's all right. It's okay. Um, he said he can't pick just one. My bad. That's um, fine. That's okay, Ash. A lot of those were really freaking amazing. So thank you so much for sharing them with, with us. Thank you, Ash. Very, very good quotes. All right. All right. Who's next? Our next respondent comes from Kirsten Shanahan. Yep. Hey, Kirsten. And she says, life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop to look around once in a while, you could miss it, which is also the same as what Ash mentioned. Yes, Ferris Bueller. Bueller. Very good quote. Good to see two Ferris Bueller mentions. Thank you so much, Kirsten. (laughs) Love it, love it, love it. Um, next we have, uh, when I, well, we've got a few, a few of my work friends chimed in <laughs> on this one. Some of them legit, some of them, yeah. uh, <laughs> but it's entertaining nonetheless. Yes. Um, starting with, um, Rom is Rom, AKA Romney. Um, he says, no grenades. We're robbing the place, not occupying it. <laughs> um, and that's from Serenity which is the Firefly movie. Yeah. Um, 
And then I, but I didn't, I didn't realize that at first because I don't know. I mean, as much of a Firefly and Serenity fan I am, I've only seen it a couple of times and I'm not actually, I don't know it word for word. So I asked him what it was and then I, I looked it up and I was just like, I don't, clearly I do not know the movie word for word. And then he said, Serenity, I mean, I wanted a Firefly quote and being a leaf on the wind is also pretty good. (laughs) In a more genuine vein, these two great gentlemen are dedicated to a proposition that was true in my time, just as it's true today. Be excellent to each other and party on dudes. (laughs) Abraham Lincoln. (laughs) Um, I think that's from um, bloody Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Ah, okay. I'm 99% sure. Um, Yeah. Romney posted that only a few minutes ago while we were still recording. So I am just going off the live kind of feed here. (laughs) Um, But yes, I'm pretty sure that's what it's from. But that is a good, yeah, be excellent to each other. Definitely good advice yes. and good way to live. Um, thanks, Romney. Thank you, Romney. Uh, the next response comes from James Campbell Tennant. ACT. <laughs> <laughs> and his quote is, it's just a flesh wound <laughs> from Monty Python. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's that. great. <laughs> That's great. I don't know if it's you can like, really you live, can live by, by that. I mean... I mean, look, in my, in my case, because I play ice hockey, maybe. Oh, yeah, that's true. Maybe if you're it's like, just a flesh wound. if you're like living a life that, you know, is going to involve certain amounts of violence and or injury, then yes. I guess that is definitely a quote you can. <laughs> it's just a flesh wound. It's just a flesh wound. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Um, thanks, CT. That's awesome. Thank you, James. Thank you, thank you. Um, next up is <laughs> <laughs> um, is Angelo Semberas. I'm hoping I'm saying your name right because I've never actually said your last name before. Angelo is one of my work friends. Ah. Um, he's awesome. Um, he says, now you wouldn't believe me if I told you, but I could run like the wind blows. And from that day on, if I was going somewhere, I was running. <laughs> Who didn't guess what that accent was from? <laughs> or that impersonation? I literally, I literally just, I started saying it and I was just like, no, I should put the accent on. <laughs> so that's from Forrest Gump. Yes. In case you didn't realize. Um, yeah, I, I, I can't tell, half tell if Ange is trolling us because at work at the moment, a bunch of us have been saying Forrest, well, especially these guys have been saying Forrest Gump quotes to each other because which and is, doing which the voice. Which is great. Which is great. That sounds like a lot of fun. It is. We have, we have fun at work. <laughs> it's good. Um, but, I mean, like, that's... But still, you could live by that quote. I mean, you know, like, Forrest, obviously in the movie, like, he decided to just... As soon as he, you know broke free of those, you know, those braces on his legs. Mm. And then he was just running everywhere. And like, it's, you know, you could take that approach to life. Just, yeah, you definitely. Know, don't stop. Don't let anything stop you. Just no, keep, yeah. keep going. That's and it. Run. Just run, Forrest, run. <laughs> um, that, and- that, that particular quote gets overused whenever you see someone running past you. Oh, it does. <laughs> it's the oldest joke. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oldest joke. But it's, 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 it's still funny. Yep. Sometimes. <laughs> Thanks, Ange. Thanks, Ange. Next response comes from Georgia Fell. Hey, Georgia. And her quote, why don't you love me, Jenny? I'm assuming it's still Forrest It's still Forrest So, yeah, we work with Georgia as well. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you love me, Jenny? (laughs) Jenny. (laughs) 
It's so good. I love that movie. Um, yes, yes. I feel like she's just getting in on the Forrest Gump action. Yeah. <laughs> but, quoting. you know, maybe there is, there is you know. She An underlying. Ha- she has a Jenny who doesn't love her. Yeah. And she just wants to be loved. So That's it. it could happen. <laughs> it, that could be totally what's going on. We don't know. Um, there are many options. Thank you, Georgia. Thanks, Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> Nevertheless, I really appreciate you guys chiming in. This is fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Um, next comment is from Stephen Gaston. Hello, Stephen. Hey, Steve. Um, he has two very good quotes from two very good movies. The first being, they could be a great people, kal if they wish to be. They only lack the light to show the way. Um... Spoken by Jarrell in Superman, the movie. Um, very, very good quote. Um, definitely speaking about humanity, you know, on a grand scale. Mm. Uh, the totality of humanity. Um, yeah, I really like that too. Like when it's spoken in context in the movie, it's just yeah. kind of, you know, it's, you know, because the Kryptonians are very much more advanced than hu- us humans are. Yeah. So, you know him just kind of observing that and going, you know, well, if they could get their shit together, Mm. they could be so much greater. Yeah. Um, So basically that's, I think that's kind of what it is. You could live by that by saying, you know, if I could, if it just, if I get everything under control and just, you know, stop being stupid, (laughs) get rid of, (laughs) get rid of all the bullshit. Yeah. Then, you know, and maybe actually achieve some greatness. Yeah, definitely. I I think that's kind of what that's kind of getting at. Um, and the other quote he says is, um, or perhaps V from V for Vendetta, people should not be afraid of their governments. Governments should be afraid of their people. And that's very true. Yes. <laughs> Even today. It really. is. Yeah. Although certain mm. politicians kind of just have, just seem to have power, even yeah. though the people don't want them to. But then they still get elected, and I don't know. It's weird. I don't like politics. No, me neither. I really don't. Um, but there are, you know, a lot of, you know, countries over the centuries, um, people have, you know, risen up against those in power. Yeah. Um, and with terrifying results, really. Mm-hmm. You know, revolutions, anyone? Um, yeah. And it's really, that's a really uh, thought provoking and very chilling yes. quote. Um, it's really fascinating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks, Steven. Thank you, Steven. <laughs> and from one Steve to another. <laughs> I don't know if I should read this one. I'll read this one. Okay. You read it. All right. <laughs> so another one of my dear work friends, Steve Nicolosi. Hello, Steve, if Hello, you're listening. Um, <laughs> no context, no movie in particular, no nothing. He this, just, could, this could come from any film that literally uses this word. Anything, any context, any phrasing, any meaning. He just wrote, fuck. <laughs> and I just don't know what to do with that. No. <laughs> Hence why I wasn't just, sure whether to read it. It just makes, yeah, that's why I'm like, no, I'll feel this one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> gonna have an interesting conversation with him when i get to work tomorrow that's so for sure. why did you so why, give us why this? was that because now this isn't you're part of podcast history on the show yes. now because now we are just confused and don't know it's fine i i'm just like he's trolling because like he's last the last time he responded he could he was trolling us so he's yeah probably fair just, enough he's probably just trolling again 
I'm just gonna uh, I'm just gonna go in and ask him. So, what movie did you have in mind when you said that? When you said that, and I will report back next on week. next week's episode. I'll keep you updated with the saga. Oh my goodness! The meaning of fuck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Good content, good content. All right, our next answer. next answer comes from a good uni friend of mine. Hey, uh, Dean Corso. Hello, hey, Dean. Dean. Hey, Dean. And I don't know whether he's phrased it correctly or not, mm-hmm. but he's written "Only do there is no try," which is a Yoda quote from Star Wars. Except this, the quote is um, "Do or do, or do, or do not, not. There is, is no, no try." So you got um, half of it right. Yes, he did. Yes. The intent was there. The yes. thought was there. And the message, of course, was still clear as yes. day. So it's fine. It's fine. Thanks, Dean. That um, is a good quote. It is a very good quote. Definitely universal. Speaks to every single person, I think. Yeah, 100%. Um, it's one of the wisest movie quotes ever. As On top of being one of the most quoted movie quotes ever. Yep. Um, for one of the best movie franchises ever. I could just <laughs> keep going. Um, yeah, it's a good one. Yes. It really speaks for itself. Oh, yeah. 100%. You, don't, you don't really need to kind of... There's no explanation needed. No. Nuff said. Nuff said. In the words of Stan Lee. Nuff <laughs> said. Yep. Yes. Thanks, Dean. Thank you, Dean. Um, next, we have Kerry Turpy. Hello, Kerry. Hey, Kerry. Um, this is a nice quote. Um, she says, we are the music makers and we are the dreamers of dreams. Um, Willy Wonka, um, spoken the by Gene, Gene Wilder, Wilder as Willy Wonka. Yes. In, Char- in Charlie, no, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, I really like that quote. Yeah, it's really, really nice. Um, I don't really, I, I don't really want to kind of dive into explaining it because it's kind of is again self-explanatory. I guess it's just like, just be. I don't know, create and be in your creation. And, yeah, you know, just. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't know how to really. I am. I'm getting tired, so I, my words are failing me. <laughs> but I just think it's a really beautiful quote. You know. Yeah, definitely. No, don't stop dreaming. Yes. Basically. There you go. Don't stop dreaming. Thanks, Carrie. Thank you, Carrie. The next response is from my good friend, Shelly. Shelly. And she, I'm not, <laughs> look, I haven't seen, I have not seen. You haven't seen Die Hard. Die Hard. But this quote has been overused so many times everywhere. I feel like if you watch Die Hard now, you, this quote would, this moment where he says it would be ruined for you. <laughs> Because it's like it's it's such a throwaway moment where he actually says it. It's not it's not a big fanfaric moment. Like yeah. I think like in the first film anyway, because I think he brings it back in the other films. I've seen the first Die Hard film a, f- a number of times, but all the others I've only seen like once or twice, so I don't really remember. But I'm pretty sure it gets he brings the line back. Yeah, and okay. says it in bigger ways because of the success of the first film. Yeah, yeah. But in the first film, it's literally just a throwaway kind of line. Okay. So the quote is, yippee-ki-yay, yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> now I just realized I'm going in this big big rant about the meaning behind the quote. I haven't even said what it is yet. No. I mean, you know, there is one line in Die Hard that you really just remember. It's like, you know, it's yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. Yep. It's the line. <laughs> it gets used everywhere for anything. Yep. It's so good. It's great. <laughs> it's fun. It's awesome. Like, why not? Why the fuck not? 
Um, Thank you, Shelly. Very good way to live, Shelly. <laughs> Love it. Enjoy your life. Yes. <laughs> Enjoy the fuck out of your life. Um, thank you, thank you. All right, next is from Tim T-Bomb. Hey, T-Bomb. Hey, Timmy. Hey, Tim. He says, um, what does a scanner see? Into the head, down into the heart, clearly or darkly? I hope it sees clearly because I see only murk. Merc inside, merc outside. I hope for our sake the scanners do better. Because if the scanners see only darkly, then we are all cursed. Cursed and cursed again, and we will wind up dead this way, knowing very little and getting that small fragment wrong too. From the movie and book, A Scanner Darkly. Um, And then he says, well that, or if I knew it was harmless, I would have killed it myself from scanner darkly as well um yeah i haven't read nor seen uh the film neither have i um that the book is by the author philip k dick who's a noted sci-fi author um yeah and i haven't seen the film um i know nothing about the movie so but that's a really interesting quote yeah really thought-provoking um kind of quote and very dark Mm -hmm. but i kind of like like the darkness of it. Yeah. I don't know. It's really, really interesting. Um, and then if I knew it was harmless, I would have killed it myself. That's also really dark. Very morbid. Yeah. This must be a morbid movie. <laughs> I don't know anything about no. it. No. I don't know. I wish I did. But um, but I really like the quote. It's really cool. Thanks, Tim. Thank you, Tim. Our next response comes from my another uni friend of mine, Mark James. <laughs> Mark James. Hello, Mark. And his quote is, Badgers? We don't need no stinking badgers. <laughs> from Blazing Saddles. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You know, another one need to see. Which I suppose you, you could live by that if you're... Well, yeah. I mean, if you, in terms of badges, you know, what if badges, you know, is another word for labels? Yeah. You know, so many people want to go around labeling everyone now. Yeah, yeah. You don't need to label, or or, that's always kind of been the way. You, we, people don't want to be labeled. So you don't need no labels. You don't need no no badges. That's it. Sorted. Who needs them? Mic mic drop. That's it. Fuck, fuck your badges. (laughs) Fuck your Pokemon trainer badges. Your Pokemon gym badges. I take them back. I don't care. Um, <laughs> oh, there's some, there's some fighting words. Yeah. I'm just stirring the pot. Um, <laughs> thanks, Mark. Um, then our last answer. Whoa, what a journey. Oh, my God. You guys have gone above and beyond. Thank you so much. Our last answer, lucky last, is from the wonderful Lorna Middleton. Hello, Lorna. Hey, Lorna. Um, She says, human beings make life so interesting. Did you know that in a universe full of wonders, they have managed to invent boredom? That's actually a really interesting quote. (laughs) It is. It is so great. Uh, it's, It's from... Uh, it's not from a film, but it is from the book Hogfather by Terry Pratchett, um, the very famous author. Yes. Um, that's a really cool quote, though. Yeah. Uh, really, really cool. It's such a good point because it literally is like, you know, we, you know, life can be quite interesting. We make, we can make life interesting. We bring interesting things into the world. Yeah, then, exactly. And but yet then we have boredom. We can still be bored. Yeah. Though. Like, how does that happen? Yeah. It's a, that's a really fascinating observation. Yeah, definitely. Of the human condition. Mm-hmm. Like how the, f- 
Yeah, we're fucking weird. We're a weird <laughs> species. We're a really weird species. I don't get us. No. I don't get us at all. Nope. Um, yeah. So unless, yeah, Lorne is mentioning this just to kind of make a point of like, don't be boring. Keep in, keep being interested. Keep being interesting. Yeah. You know? I reckon. Yeah, I think so. Stay interesting. Yeah. yeah there you go. Boom. Wow. Thanks, Lorna. And thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you, everyone. everyone. I think I lost count how many responses. My goodness. And it's one of the biggest popcorn cultures we've ever had. Yes. Thank you so much. That, that was amazing. That was so much fun. Yes. There's some really, really, really good quotes there, you guys. Yes. I'm, yeah, I'm just over the moon. So thank you. We really, golf clap, golf clap. We really appreciate it. <laughs> um, so, Fulia, um, you may or may not be here next week, but would you like to tell our lovely listeners what the question is? Okay. So next week's question for you people yes. is... What's your favorite movie trailer? Yeah. We haven't done this before. No, we haven't. <laughs> so I got a struck a strike of inspiration because I've been on tender hooks all week waiting for the Avengers 4 trailer to drop, <laughs> as have the rest of the entire planet because yes. uh, there's been lots of hearsay and speculation and rumors in regards to the certain droppage of the certain trailer for this certain yes. film. And um, so that got me thinking back to just, you know, previous trailers and being big and being, you know, or being very little, you know, what, what trailers do you love? What are your favorites? Or what do you think is the best trailer you've seen? Like what's just, you know, reasons why, like, did it make you want to go see the movie or did it just, yeah. What did it, what did, what did these trailers do? Was it a good trailer or a shit film? Like, you know, or vice, yeah, yeah. Vi- vice versa, but yeah, favorite, favorite trailers. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. What, what what do you remember like from years ago, just getting hyped for shit? You know? <laughs> That's gonna be interesting. Yeah. Mhm. Deep dive. Oh yeah. The trailers of years past. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, use hashtag tell Fred. Yeah. Um, and we'll find your responses. Yep. And we will have a big old chat, hopefully as big as this one oh, next yeah. week. Yes. Wow, that was awesome. What's up with Fred? What's up with Fred? There's so much going on. So, yeah. So, uh, Collectible Chaos dropped last week. Um, It is my top 10 favorite Stanley cameos in honor of Stan the Man Excelsior. Um, (laughs) Please go give that a watch. Um, Leave a comment, share it around, like it, all of that jazz. You guys know what to do. Um, I would really appreciate the love. Um, and the monthly, the monthly also we dropped last week, new monthly episode, yep. we're discussing animated films and yep. their sequels. Mm-hmm. That was a lot of fun. That was definitely a lot we of fun. We had a good episode. Yeah. Really enjoyed. That um, was really good. Yeah, it was very, very good. Um, there was an, also a new Fred Watch podcast that yeah. came out yesterday in honor of World AIDS Day. Yes. Um, Wayne and Phil sat down and powwowed very awesomely. Um, I listened to it. On the way here, um, they talked about Philadelphia, the Tom Hanks and uh, Denzel Washington film, yeah. Jonathan Demme film from 1993. Yep. Fantastic film. I really wish I could have been in on, in on that conversation because I was just listening to it in the car and, and I was just like responding. Going, yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh, no, they can't. They can't <laughs> bon- me. Responding to the radio. I was responding to the radio. I was, yeah, I was talking back. <laughs> but yeah, I have a lot to say about that film because I really, it's, yes. it's, it's, it's a powerful film. 
And yeah, I really liked what Wayne and, and Phil had to say about it as well. Cool. Um, so it's, yeah, go check that out. Now. Yes, definitely. Yes. Um, you know, speaking of Fred watch, you got your regular, uh, reviews coming out as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we've also got, that. we've also got two days of incompetent gamers from now on. Hell yeah. For the last month. That's how it's been. Monday and Tuesday. Monday guys. and Tuesday. Monday with me. Yes. Foolish Fuji. Foolish Fuji. <laughs> Uh, uh, tomorrow I will be playing the third installment to the Freddy Fish series. <laughs> and you know what? Because Fulia is 12. Yes, I am. <laughs> but you know what? I got some good comments from my teammates today after, after we played our game. Yeah. And Are they watching your live stream? They've seen some of my live oh, streams. And so I'm great. just like, oh, guys. <laughs> and they, guys. Saw it, they saw that I was playing Freddy Fish and they were like, I remember playing that game. <laughs> and then we listed off all the other ones like Spy Fox and Putt Putt. <laughs> Which I will get around to playing once I finish Freddy Fish. Okay. But there's seven of those games wow. and I'm going to get through all of them. <laughs> Freddy, of Freddy Fish? Or- yes. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm into number three now. Foolish Fuji's Freddy Fish Frenzy. <laughs> Pretty much. There you go. <laughs> A little Great title. Alliteration. Amazing. I love it. All right. I love it. I love so it. I'll be playing that tomorrow. And then. So not tomorrow. I would have already played it. You would have already <laughs> played this, it. After, uh, when this gets released. Yes. I would have already played it. That's okay. <laughs> That's fine. You can go rewatch it anyway. Literally, it's going to be up online. It's yes. not going anywhere. It's, it's going to be about an hour, maybe less, because yes. it's very short. Okay. <laughs> then awesome. we've got the. We got the boys, uh, Sharpie and Dark Puddin. Yes, they'll be playing on Tuesday. Yes, they've been uh, going. They've been yeah, Minecrafting. Yeah, uh, the last couple of weeks. Yes, building up their world for you guys to jump in and play. Yeah, I think they're building Helm's Deep, aren't they? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. from Lord of the Rings. Mm. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So yeah, nice. Uh, not sure if they'll be playing it tomorrow. They might change it up, but still. Check it out. Yes, they'll be online. Yep. Um, and then what else have we got? Oh, Jeremy my Baxter. Jeremy Baxter. Hell yeah. Whatever happened to Jeremy Baxter? The Mid-summer stage show. Summer 2019. Summer 2019. Tickets on sale now. Keep an eye out on our Facebook and our website for full details on that. We're yes. dropping things here and there. Promotion is, is kicking in. Yes. Um, there will be more and more and more to come to get everybody excited and hyped so we can get you guys to the nights that the show is on and we can have a fucking awesome time watching it's, what is no doubt going to be a fucking awesome play. It's going to be good. I am so excited. This is very, very different compared to what we've done in the past. Yes. My understanding, I've not read the script, but my understanding is that it's not a comedy. No, no. This and is going to be... By any any means at all. very dramatic. Yes. Uh, very dark. Yes. In a sense. Yes. So this will be very interesting to see what the audience's feedback is going to be on this. Yeah, I'm excited. Yes. So that'll be coming out in less than two months. Yeah, literally, it's a month and a half. Yeah, now. next month, 2019, yeah. January, January, midsummer. Get around it, people. I believe it's from the 23rd to the 27th. I don't remember. I the think date. we'll give the dates. Will definitely be up on our Facebook <laughs> and our website, 100%. Yes. The proper dates. Yes. I could be wrong. That's okay. <laughs> That's why we have social media. Exactly. And our own website. Yes. It, it works. 
Um, and I think that might be it for the next week that's coming up. I feel like that is. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's it. Well, if with that, I guess, then that has been a, a podcast, podcast called Fred. Yeah, it's time for the Fred plugs. Uh, remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for future podcasts from Fred the Alien. Follow us on a SoundCloud or on iTunes. And for Fred the Alien merchandise, go to our website, www.fredthealienproductions.com and follow the link to our Redbubble where you can get T-shirts, hoodies, wall art, home decor, bags and stationery with our own unique Fred the Alien designs by our talented Bethany Griffiths and Michael Lister, Unibums, Incompetent Gamers, Code for Thales, Fred Watch, Beta Test, Amusing Musings, and our live stage shows such as the writer and Michael Philip are getting in the morning. I'm doing jazz hands, but you can't hear it. <laughs> so that's lost on everyone. Yes. Um, that was the Fred plug. I've been a Kendall Richards. I've been a Fulia Content Manager. And you have just experienced a podcast called Fred. Episode 46. Episode 46. In the books. Yeah. Do. Four more to 50. Four more to 50. And it's been almost a year. Woo! Of the new money. Yeah. Moy. Look at what. Very nice. Different. Different. Unusual. Yes. <laughs> thanks everyone for listening. Thank you. That was a long episode, but that was all thanks to everyone's awesome responses. Yes. Again, just still not getting over how that was. Um, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We'll see you next time. And. See.